Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, guys, we're on book number five, and I have a feeling that we are not going to last long. Peyton's falling apart. I am so tired. Huh? We're both falling apart. It's not even late. We're just tired today. You know, you just have those days. All right. <sighs> yeah, you did have two plates. I honestly, I'm tired. Okay. You have to stop reading this. Oh, you have to stop this. Sorry, not reading. This book is called You Have to Stop This. Secret series by Pseudonymous Bosch. Book number five. All right. Here we go. The Oath of the Turkis. I have a secret I can't tell nor ink. Though it has no scent, it does often stink. Though it makes no sound, it can make you roar. When it's tasteless... I like it all the more. Though it has no shade, it lacks not color. Though it has no shape, no cause for dollar. Duller? Dollar? Uh, that word is D-O-L-O-R. Okay. If you think you know it, you're incorrect. And from the secret, I will protect. Oh, from you the secret, I will protect. The secret of life is not stone nor sense. For the secret is sense is... For the secret sense is but a nonsense. Wait, wait. Yeah? Where's Dolor? D-O-L-O-R. Dolor? Dolor. Hmm. Okay. What? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know it. Okay. We're just going to do that in the preface in the same one, you guys, so it's not two different episodes. How about that? You get two in one, guys. Preface. Egypt. 1212 BC. Okay, the picture. There's an it, there's an Egyptian pyramid, or I'm assuming it's an Egyptian pyramid. There's a lake, and a crocodile, and like a crane, and it looks looks like looks like there's a pyramid, a waterfront pyramid. Ooh ah. An abyss stood silent and still on the shore of the Nile. Below him, birds dove into the river's murky shallows. Vainly stabbing at frogs and fish, occasionally one or two rose victoriously out of the water, dangling their dippy prey from their beaks. The other birds scoffed in jealousy. But the abyss, the sacred abyss, as the Egyptian's variety species is known, seemed unaware of the common com- commotion around him with his snow white body ink black head and long curved back he looked proud and elegant inscrutable he took no notice of the villages washing their linens or rocks on the rocks nor of the fishermen passing by in their reeds reed boats when children threw stones at the other birds they flapped their wings in fright the abyss kept its wings closed around his body like a shell. 
Only the brief appearance of a crocodile crawling through the papyrus plants caused the abyss's feathers to ruffle, and even then his stick-like legs never moved. For hours, the abyss stared unwavering, unwaveringly at the horizon. It was as if we were he were watching for a signal, a red flag, say, or a puff of smoke. But the sun set, the moon rose, and the stars twinkled, and still he did not stir. Then, well after more cautious birds had retired to their nest, the abyss suddenly and without warning spread its wings and jumped into the air. He flew swiftly, purposely across the Nile. His slender neck stretched forward to the night, his wide white wings illuminated from behind the brilliant light of the Saharan moon. Elsewhere in the desert, on the steep stone, stepped a temple to the god. <sighs> I lost my space. Oh, a temple of god Thoth, an innocent man being executed in order of the pharaoh. There was no way the abyss could have heard the con- condemnment of this man's cries, let alone have read the fateful secret of the man had inscribed only a moment before a piece of papyrus, and yet it almost seemed the abyss was heeding his call. Okay, raise your hand if you're confused. <laughs>